This little book, our hymnal, is filled with many emotions. There are hymns in here which speak of God's tremendous joy, singing Alleluia, Alleluia. There are hymns in here that speak of God's mercy when we are consciously aware of our many sins. There are hymns in here when we're feeling low about ourselves will lead us to a sense of confidence in God's presence. There are hymns when we are weak in our prayer that will bolster us. There are texts that speak to us of pretty much every movement of the human heart. Let's just look at one. If you will, open your hymnal to hymn number 427. 427. The King of love, my shepherd, is whose goodness fails me never. Oh, let's say this together, shall we? The King of love, my shepherd, is whose goodness fails me never. I nothing lack if I am his and he is mine forever. It bolsters the soul. It gives us confidence. It gives us peace. Just like the texts of the hymns, everyone in the pews today has a story. Everyone speaks from his or her heart in a different way. There are those who are here today filled with the glory of God who can't wait to share good news. There are others whose hearts are breaking. There are those who live in loveless marriages, those for, whose, for whom work is endless toil and grudgery. There are those who are filled with the awareness of their smallness in this world and their inability to realize their dreams. We don't know truly what's in the heart of the person next to us, in front of us, behind us, We don't know what that person would sing if their life were a hymn, a hymn of joy, a hymn of confidence, a hymn of pleading to God. But each person here has a hymn to sing from their hearts. We can pray the text of the hymn. It's a beautiful poem. Most of these hymns are beautiful poetry that speak to us of God. But to give breath to them and life to them, they're meant to be sung. There's another side to the text of the hymn. It doesn't have the life it should, the meaning it should. It doesn't raise within us or well up within our souls and hearts the movement of the Spirit that it is intended to unless it's sung. The King of love, my shepherd, is whose goodness fails me never. Come on, join with me. I nothing lack if I am his, and he is mine forever. One voice singing 
adds life and meaning and richness to the text. Hundreds of voices singing bring together the richness and meaning of that text in a fuller way. But God's grace wants to live beneath and within and above and around the text and the music. Steve, let's sing together that first verse and join in singing it. The King of love, my shepherd is, whose goodness fails me never. I nothing lack if I am his, and he is mine forever. Do you believe, do you believe the truth of the text of this hymn, The King of Love My Shepherd Is? I don't doubt that some here this morning can't wait to make that statement. I do believe, I know the King of Love is my shepherd, whose goodness fails me never. But you know, the person sitting next to you, behind you, in front of you, may not be there at this moment. The person behind or in front or next to you might be thinking, I don't believe that the king of love is my shepherd. I don't believe that God is at work in my life. I don't believe that his goodness fails me never. Because right now in my life, I don't taste that goodness. I don't feel the embrace of God. I don't know the confidence that comes with knowing God's grace in my life. I feel heartache and pain and doubt and uncertainty. That's when we want to sing, Nobody knows the troubles I've seen. There's a hymn for everyone. Just as one voice giving life to the text of a hymn can't carry it forever, but hundreds of voices giving life and richness to the text add meaning to it. And even more so, a talented maestro like Steve accompanying us on the king of instruments, the organ, adds melody and harmony and support and text. That's how God works in this life and particularly in this church. On the last evening of his life, Jesus gathered his apostles with him, and he gave them something by which to remember him. Whenever you gather, whenever you do this, he said, remember me. Now, he, the word through whom the universe was created, could have said, whenever you see the brilliance and majesty of the sun, a star whose power you cannot comprehend, think of me. Or he could have said, when you see a majestic mountain rising rocks out of the soil of the earth, think of me. When you're in the midst of a raging thunderstorm and the power of that thunder and lightning moves you, think of me. But he didn't. He said, when you are together, when you share the meal that gives you life, When together you taste the bread of angels and the chalice of life itself, when you are together, as often as you are together, remember me, 
It's precisely in each other that we find church. God brought you here this morning for a purpose. You could have slept in. Heaven knows I wanted to. You could have stayed at home and prayed. Heaven knows there are many doing that this morning. But God placed it in your heart to be here today and for a reason. And surprise, it may not be about you. It may be that your stalwart voice singing the hymn, your, your proud voice standing saying, I believe in one God. It may be that your smile, your embrace, your outstretched hand in a sign of peace may not be for you, but for the person in front of you, behind you, beside you, whose heart today is breaking, whose life has no meaning, whose faith is faltering and weak, and whose soul is searching, asking the question, is there a God? When Moses held his hand aloft, holding the staff of God, the battle went well. But he couldn't do that alone forever. Without his even asking, Aaron and Hur placed a rock behind him so that Moses could be seated, and then stepped up to hold his hands aloft as he grew weak and tired. Brothers and sisters, there are those in this church this morning who are growing weak and tired in life. And they're not here today so that out loud they can say, please help me. But they're here quietly whimpering in their souls, please help me. It's for them that you are here today. For as often as you gather, people filled with strength and joy and life and faith and people weak and faltering, As often as we gather, here we remember the gifts of Christ. Here we remember the presence of the Lord. Here we are all nourished by his body and blood. Where's this homily coming from? A few few weeks ago, a young person came to me who said that she had driven to this parish from her home parish almost an hour away, came here on a Sunday morning for one purpose, to make her peace with God so that she could leave and commit suicide. She walked into this church. A smiling face of one of our greeters met her at the door. She walked into the church itself and sat next to someone who turned and smiled and said, Good morning. She heard the voice, the beautiful voice of a cantor and music, she said, that began to stir her heart. And in the strength of the prayers and the hymns of the people around her, she knew she was being touched by God's grace in the midst of this assembly. And when the sign of peace came and a person in front of her turned around and with a big smile said, God's peace be with you. God's peace was with her. Any of those persons could have stayed at home 
and any of those persons could have thought they were here for themselves that Sunday morning. But God brought them here for that young woman to tell her that faith is real, God is real, love is real, and there's a reason to continue living. She heard the voices of those around her and through you heard the voice of Christ. Her hymn is being sung, one of trust and confidence, one of healing and hope. God wants to put a melody to the hymns of each of our lives. And God wants us all to bolster each other as we sing together those hymns. Every single person in this church today has a hymn to sing from the text of your life. Every person here has a story to tell of where you are at this moment in your faith. God's grace wants to enter that story and sing it as a hymn. And God wants us all to join in singing that hymn together so that we can bolster each other in faith, singing glory, hallelujah, singing nobody knows the troubles I've seen, singing God's grace and mercy are real. We are here today not for ourselves, but that we can be church for each other. And as often as we are here, we remember Christ and we become Christ for each other.